0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Miguel LeBron from Miguel LeBron Coaching, LLC. I'm a personal growth strategist and the host of this podcast, Strategy Rewind. This podcast focuses on the relationship between strategies and tactics necessary in order to achieve a breakthrough moment. I'm so happy that you're here today connected on this particular episode. Of course, I want to encourage you that if you haven't done so already, subscribe so you can be notified with a new episode drops every week. Before I proceed forward on today's topic, let me talk to you about United Marriage Encounter. United Marriage Encounter holds weekend retreats for marriages. And they also host several other events through the calendar year. You can go to unitedmarriage.com, that's unitedmarriage.com, and there find information on what events are taking place, events that quite possibly might be in your neck of the woods. I remember several years ago, my wife and I went to a United Marriage Encounter weekend, and the weekend initiated with a meet and greet. But after that initial meet and greet, the entire weekend was centered and Focused on facilitating tools for powerful and transparent communication. We had such an amazing weekend that several years later, we decided to go again. And I'd like to encourage you to visit UnitedMarriage.com. That's UnitedMarriage.com. Not only are they the show sponsor, but they are an amazing organization that centers around strengthening marriages and facilitating powerful tools for effective and transparent communication. That's unitedmarriage.com. Once again, unitedmarriage.com. So grateful to have them as our sponsors. I want to talk to you about when I was a child. When I was a child, my mother and my father divorced before I was two years old. And because of his addiction, he was in and out of jail and in and out of my life. Now, because of this, there were other individuals that filled the role of father figure. There were other men that appeared in my life that took the role of father figure. One individual in particular was my stepfather. My mother would later remarry and she would be married for about 25 years up until her passing day. And this man in particular, he taught me so many things. And I want to talk about what he taught me, but I also want to inform you that there were other men that taught me powerful lessons. My stepfather taught me what it was to work. He was a hardworking man. He was a man that would be up before the sun came out and he would be in bed real early. And this man would always be working. Rather, it would be construction or rather be working on cars or in the house or doing something. But he was always engaging in some type of labor. He took pride in the work that he did. And so from him, I learned that lesson of taking pride in the work that you do, of doing work and really owning the work that you do. He wasn't one who would say, look at me and follow me, instead he would lead by example. And I saw, I saw how sun up, he was out working, even moments, he would still be working late at night. It wasn't that I had the idea or thought that I knew or understood. It was that I saw with my own eyes. You see, because he would work as an independent contractor, oftentimes he would take me with him to do the works that he would do. So I would learn, I learned from him how to paint, how to work drywall. And I'm going to admit, I'm not like the most fanciest individual, the most skilled to do this. Oftentimes that was the running joke that he would always take me. To work in houses and to work in cars, and yet that just wasn't something that I gravitated to, even though I was there, even though he would try to teach me and try to lead by example. But my work ethic, I think, really was inspired by the work that he did. And so he took on that role because, again, my father was in and out of my life and and in and out of jail because of his addiction. Later on, I would meet a man, Reverend Miguel Ayala, whom I've spoken countless of times about, and he is a man who not only became my pastor when I began my spiritual journey, but he is also a man who showed me how to pray, how to read. He showed me how to tie a tie. Uh, He was the man who was always consistently saying, Miguel, this is the way you should walk and talk. So he took on that role of a father figure, and I'm so grateful for him because from him, I learned the seriousness that we should have when talking about the, the tasks and the duties and responsibilities that we have. He would be the first one in the church, and he would be the last one out. The service wouldn't start until about 7 p.m., but by 4 p.m. in the afternoon, he was already in there, in the church, making sure that the place was clean, making sure that either the fans or the air conditioner or the heater or just everything was in his place. And again, I was so fortunate because it's not something that I think happened and it's not something that someone told me he would do. It's something that I saw with my own two eyes. I would be able to see him actually be there early in the morning or early in the evening, I would be able to see that, how he was passionate about helping people, encouraging people. In fact, he was the one who had the foresight and the vision to say, Miguel, go ahead and speak in public. And he would push me to be better at speaking in public and engaging with individuals. So if today I am the public speaker I am, a lot of it, I owe it to him because again, he was just able to have a vision, And see what other individuals couldn't see when he would look at people and he would work with people and he would love on people. And so I learned that that from him, that commitment to people, to service, that commitment to actually live in your greatness. Several years later, after I had moved from Puerto Rico to Rochester, because in my early youth, at around the age of 14 or 15, I moved from Rochester, where I'm born and raised, to Puerto Rico. That's where I met Pastor Miguel Ayala, Reverend Miguel Ayala. But when I moved back to Rochester, I had the opportunity to work with different organizations and different associations. But really, it was a man by the name of Reverend Jorge Morales, and that man taught me something that no one had taught me before. You see, I had learned the importance of work ethic, and I had learned the importance of being willing to stand out and and just be bold enough to trust in the gifts. But, But this man taught me something that I had not learned prior to this moment, and it was to Take hold and embrace the authority that comes with the position that you have been given. Oftentimes, we fail to understand that there is authority that comes along with the gifting, with the talents, and with the position that we are entrusted with. And what Reverend Morales showed me was embracing the authority and the power that comes along with the gift, the power of the talent that you possess so often we don't see the value of the gift. Like we may know, okay, I have this gift, whoopity doo, right? But, but he really empowered me in saying, no, take hold of the power of the authority that comes along with the gift. So I had learned the work ethic from my stepfather, and I had learned the boldness, if you will, from Reverend Ayala. But he came along, Reverend Morales did, and he really empowered me in taking hold on the authority that comes along with the gifting. And it was this year that something powerful happened. It's been in a few years in the making, but something recently happened. I mentioned to you that my father was in and out of addiction in my younger years, and he was in and out of jail and and in and out of my life. But something powerful happened several years ago, and it is that he as well had a spiritual awakening, and it was the gospel that really changed his life. And not only that, but As in my life, as I've been having some changes and some transitions that have taken place, this is a year where he has really been so present. And it is the lesson that he has taught me is the willingness, is the willingness to follow the vision. It's the willingness. Now, I had had an idea and a concept of this previously, but really it was through the conversations with him, through seeing him work as a leader, as he serves as a pastor and a bishop, It was through those conversations where I began to really take hold and understanding of what it is to believe the vision, even if nobody else does, even if nobody else believes in your vision. Now, there's been other individuals that along the way have helped me and that have really poured into me. But these are men that I really want to highlight today. And I believe in the power of mentorship. I believe in the power of pouring into someone else. And the reason I want to highlight this today is because you may find yourself having goals and having desires and all these things that you want to accomplish, but it is imperative. This is necessary. It is vital that you would surround yourself with people that would nourish your vision. And not only that, but it is important to surround yourself with people that are in the position that you aspire to be. Oftentimes, we know that we are destined for greatness, and we know we want to do something greater, but what we do is that we isolate ourselves, and we think, well, nobody's going to help me. Number one, surround yourself with people that will nourish your vision. Number two, surround yourself with people that are in the position you aspire to be. Those people who are driven, those people that understand it takes time and that are willing to put in the work, surround yourself with those people. Now here, ladies and gentlemen, is the moment where a coach can be so handy, so useful. Because the truth is that sometimes in our life, it just so happens that our immediate circle, it almost seems like there's nobody that we can gravitate to Well, this is where a coach can actually be your saving grace. As a personal growth strategist, I work with individuals who have a goal but cannot see the starting line, or maybe they don't see themselves fit enough to actually be able to accomplish that and have a breakthrough moment. And so through the blogs that I've written on MiguelLeBron.com and through the podcast that you're listening right now, Strategy Rewind, I've been able to share free content with you. But what I'm encouraging you is to take it another step, for you to take it to another step because you owe it to yourself and the greatness that is inside of you. I want to encourage you right now. On the show notes of this particular episode, you're gonna find a link that's gonna allow you to set up a free 30 minute strategy session with me. Click on the link. You've got nothing to lose. It's free. Well, you do have something to lose time. And time is a resource that we don't get back. I am so grateful for the men that poured into me. And yes, There were women as well and individuals, but I wanted to highlight these men, these strong men who poured into me, who believed in me, but that also held me accountable and have not been afraid and were not afraid to push me and say, you can do better if you need that accountability partner and if you need a strategy and if you are ready to go to the next level, today is the day. Because remember, Where one mountain ends, another begins. And it is necessary that if you intend on reaching the summit of the greatness that is inside of you, it is necessary for you to, number one, surround yourself with people that would nourish your vision. Number two, surround yourself with people that are where you want to be. Number three... If you feel as though no one in your circle, in your immediate circle, no one that is accessible to you fits those criterias, this is where a coach could come in and help you so that you may have your breakthrough moment. Thank you so much for everyone who has been connected here today on Strategy Rewind Podcast. For more information on this podcast, head over to strategyrewind.com. There in the show notes, you'll also find information on today's show sponsor, which is United Marriage Encounter. Remember, they have events going on all through the calendar year and even in your neck of the woods. Of course, if you'd like to be a sponsor of this podcast, head over to miguellebron.com. There you'll find details, not only of how you can become a sponsor of this podcast, but also information on Miguel LeBron coaching. As always, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast. And of course, surround yourself with people that will nourish your vision.